0: Thou, O great mountain Before Zerubbabel Thou shalt become a plain And he shall bring forth The headstone thereof With shoutings Crying, grace Grace unto it Shouts of Grace Center Brings you pure and undiluted Word of God from the impeccable Throne of Grace. Be blessed As you listen The land. And the combination of those two expressions have to be present in your life every time if you are going to move forward in life. Are you with me? Let's open our Bibles to Mark chapter 6. Mark chapter 6. Are you sure this is Facebook page? Did you check it? Go online and check. Mark chapter 6. I will read verses 38 to 34 very quickly. Mark 6. Please help us put it on the media, on the projection. The Bible says in verse 38 of Mark chapter 6, it says unto them, How many loaves have ye? Go and see. And when they knew, they say five and two fishes. And he commanded them to make all sit down by companies on the green grass, and they sat down in ranks by hundreds and by fifties. And when they had taken the lo- five loaves and the two fishes, I'm reading 41, he looked up to heaven and blessed and break the loaves and gave them to his disciples to sell before them and the two fishes divided he among them all. And they did all eat and were filled. And they took up twelve baskets full of the fragments of the fishes. And they that did eat of the loaves were about five thousand men. Now Let's begin from verse 38, even though that's not where I'm going. Verse 38 says, it says unto them, how many loaves are ye? It says, go and see. And when they knew, they say five and two fishes. And then he said, go and see. What I want to bring out of verse 38 is that every major blessing in your life will begin from observation, planning, logistics, your ability to sit down, think, Success is deliberate. So Jesus Christ told them, How many looks have you? Go and see, go and see, go and observe, go and check it out. In God, success is deliberate and organized. You don't just bump into it. So it's important for you to write down this is what I want, this is where I want my life to be going, and this is how I intend to get to where I'm going. Message translation of verse 38 says, but it was quite serious. How many loaves of bread do you have? Take an inventory. You see that? The Bible now says that didn't take long. Five, they said, plus two fish. But the word I want to bring out of message translation is take an inventory. You have to learn to take an inventory of your life. You check out where you have been, where you are, and where you are going. Then in verse 40, it says they sat down in ranks by hundreds and by fifties. So, you see, there's something about sitting down. Life offers you nothing when you cannot sit down with God. If you are too hasty, jumpy, you miss a lot. Jesus came, died for us, went back, and is seated. So, there's something about sitting down. And the Bible says in the book of Ephesians that we are seated with him. And that has to be acted out in a practical sense by taking time to spend with God on a daily, consistent, regular basis. The Amplified is what I love most about verse 40. Can you give us Amplified? The Bible says, so they threw themselves down in ranks of hundreds, look at it, and fifties, with the regularity of an arrangement of beds of herbs, looking like so many garden plots. After they sat down, all right, because we are talking about close to 20,000 people. The Bible says 5,000, but the Bible usually counts men alone in the Bible days. So we are, if you have 5,000 men, let's say we have another 5,000 women one to two to three children between each of those families, you are talking about 20,000 or more. So when they sat down in 50s and Jesus looked at them like that, the Bible says they were like the regularity of an arrangement of beds, of herbs, like a garden that you neatly plant and then everything is looking so beautiful across that land. That is the kind of picture that God wants before a miracle can be done if you are disorganized chaotic today you read the bible 5 a.m tomorrow you read 6 30 the next day you don't read at all your prayer life today this morning you pray five minutes tomorrow seven minutes next day no none at all then three days is it, a scattered garden and you are not ready for god Regularity of an arrangement of beds, of abs, looking like so many garden plots. God wants to look at all the activities in your life and make everything look so neat. Everything is looking so neat. At that point in time, your five loaves is ready to be multiplied. Are you with me this morning? Brokenness is powerful. Now, look at, give me verse 41. Verse 41. KJV. Give me KJV first. The Bible says, and when he had taken the five loaves and the two fishes, he looked up to heaven and blessed and break the loaves and gave them to his disciples to eat. Now take a look at what happened there. He took the loaves. He looked up to heaven, break the loaves. Sorry, he blessed and then he broke. Growing up, you know, my line of thought was always, oh, you have gone through so many things and then you are broken. After all, God will bless you. But look at it. He blessed first. Before he did what? Before he broke. I believe that. What the scripture is telling us here Because what happens is that a lot of people get blessed and then they run off. God said, after you are blessed, then be broken. So that you can be multiplied. If you are not broken, you will abide by yourself. You will impact yourself. And nobody else. The bread had to be broken before it was given. Your gifts, what you have to offer here on the planet earth, before it can be given, that you will post something on Facebook and 5,000 people are on your neck to ask, I need to know this, I need to find out this. You have to be broken. Without being this brokenness, there's no multiplication. Every man of God you admire today, they are broken. When you see that, you are looking at a broken man. Broken man. As long as you are full of yourself, <laughs> you are not going anywhere, irrespective of how gifted you are. And in my 22 years of ministry, it is the gifted people that have the most problems. Because their gift gives them a proud, full heart without them knowing no, I can't do it. I can't do, I can't do anything. No, 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 no. You don't do things on your own terms with God. You do things on the terms of God. Are you following me here? Kendrick Coleman said, when they were asking him his secrets of power, she he, he was just weeping. And then she said, I can take you to that place. That junction. I know the day. I know the dates. I know the time. I know the hour. I know the minute. The time I was broken. The time I died. That I died to Kentry That it was not just about me again. But about him. He said at that point. Everything changed. It is when you are not broken. That you get involved in works of the flesh. Your flesh still matters to you. It is when you are not broken that you can lie to everybody and anybody without any sense of guilt. It is when you are not broken that you can sleep with a girl on a Saturday night and come and worship with microphone on Sunday morning a broken person will not habitually there may be sometimes mistakes that happens over time because in the days of the flesh you can make a mistake and fall and then you cry and then you repent and then you depart repentance is a departure repentance is not management So when you are broken, it shows in your choices. It shows in your choices. It shows in it shows in how you relate with God. How passionate you are of the things of God. You're not waiting for anybody to call you on phone before you come to church. You are broken, you'll be the first person in church. You are, gonna, you, are, you are not going to go for anybody to come and be asking you to join workforce. Join, and say, I, I, "I will join. I will join by next year." You are no. Bro- you don't understand covenant. Brokenness. If a pastor asks ten broken people in this church, that pastor is made. Things work out beautifully. Those people are not waiting to be told to do anything. They know what to do. In a ministry of over five to six million people, the general myself told one of these guys, hey, If I can only have ten of you, I'll go and sit down. That man is referring to is broken. When you are broken, people of God, things become beautiful. When you are broken, it's not it's not about your life again. You don't even have any life. He said if you try to own your life, you will lose it. That's Jesus. You think Christianity is easy? You lose your life. It's like you don't have any life again. He said, Every day you carry your cross. That's what Jesus Christ said. That rich, rich guy came and said, I want to follow you. I want to be your disciple. He walked here. Okay. okay, go and sell everything you have. And then come back. That I know that you are no longer dependent on your bank account, but you are dependent on me. The Bible says the guy left very sad because he had so many properties. <laughs> he had so many properties. When you have so many properties in your life, you can't be broken. When you're like that, this area of my life, no no no, I can't I can't submit down. I want to serve God but on my own terms. Do you want to be multiplied? Do you want to be given and be able to go across the world, minister in the capacity and the grace of God upon your life? His brokenness. I was listening to Pastor Paul Jeremiah say this. He said, He was in a flight with Sinach and they had time to talk. And he said, The woman said something to him that made him realize this is the secret of this lady. There are many of them singing, Christ's Embassy, all of them gifted. But Sinach stood out like a mighty oak among all of them. They call her our mama. She wasn't the first person to start singing. But something happened. I had a lot of young people singing in the church. And then some of them had the opportunity, they started traveling. And then the pastor looked at her and said, You don't travel. You stay here. You stay here, don't travel. <laughs> Uh, it's not easy to take that kind of instruction from your pastor. Who is my pastor? He, 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 nine me. I get my life, I beg, I don't go make money. But you see, the Bible says, the manna fell and the children of Israel saw it. I said, what is this? Maybe it's powder. Let's, let's use it and put it on our face. And Moses came and said, no, 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 no. This is food. In other words, you can be looking at food and you won't know it is food until a man of God comes and says, that is food. Interpreting what he will need, what they will need as their provision for them. It takes the anointing upon Moses to make the people to eat. Are you following me here? Uh, there are people who have called and say, uh, do this thing. Even me, myself, I mean, not have been able to do it. I said, do this thing. And they would do it, and they would come back with astounding testimonies because of following simple instructions. So he told them, he said, you, you do not travel. So the lady said, well, let me listen to my pastor. At least maybe I will now become an HOD choir, and they are going in charge. At least I will have some compensation. But was that what happened? No. His pastor moved her from department to department including managing traffic lights, uh, traffic, car, traffic uh, cars outside. Do you hear what I said? Including on a Sunday, go and be parking cars, sound department, prayer department. Moved her through several departments for years. And this is the key. She obeyed. Not knowing what is in this for me, but that I will just simply listen to my man of God. Everybody has to have a man of God. Yes, you have your life to live. You have your relationship with God. But there are dispensations and seasons of life you come to that you need an interpreter. I'm your pastor, but I also have a man of God. There are people I run to. There are places I go to every month. Are you following me? To listen. To instructions. Some of the instructions don't make sense. Just in a very smiley way. Oh, no, no, no. Just do it like this. I was telling my wife. I said, this thing Bishop asked me to do. He does not. But I'm ready to what? Obey. Are you following me here? It's simple instruction. I've given people instruction while I'm joking with. And you may count it as did But well, it's serious. Say, ah, no, just do that. Oh, no, no, just do this. I don't know everything. But if you learn to draw out things from the death, it will flow. It will flow. Are you following me here? There are some examples I would have given, but I'm online. So you need to understand. Only broken people can listen to their pastor people who are not broken live their own life and don't care what the church represents or what the church wants. I will not go and kill myself inside church. Am I the pastor? Am I the one that killed Jesus? Those attitudes will not get you anywhere in life. Be broken. I've seen broken people move fast. Everything just arranges for them. Relationship, business, work. I'm telling you the truth. Because it's either you do it God's way or you do it the world's way. Doing it the world's way means you go into the world. See, abalis, do ritual, do all those kind of things. Doing it God's way means you go the way of covenant. And that requires work. So you see somebody doing it the world's way, the person goes to the full extent. How many people do you want to kill so that I can have money? Three people. Don't worry. Next week they will come. He goes, organizes people to kill. Unbelievers go through the lens. They they say you must kill three people. They kill three people. They don't kill two and a half. It is believers that do things halfway. Life requires wisdom. I join sanctuary keeping department but I sweep only this corner of the church. Others can sweep the other place. Let me tell you the problem of most believers. You do the right things, but you don't do it enough. You pay your tithe, but you are not consistent. You give offering, but you are not consistent. You fast, but it's once in a while. You go to mountain three times in a year. If you pray one night a day, you don't need any mountain. The reason your mountain is appearing is because you are not praying in the first place. That's where you'll be saying before I can go forward, I must go to one mountain. The more you don't stay with God, the more that mountain b- gets bigger. And the more you are looking for the highest mountain to climb. Thinking that the more I climb up, as you say, some people look up and say, as I was climbing, I was feeling the anointing. <laughs> you are not serious. Brokenness. People who are broken don't have a life. Do you still have a life? If you try to own your life, you will lose it. Jesus said that without missing words or what people will feel. They were looking at him and say, what kind of a man is this? He said, but if you lose it, you will gain it back. It's mysterious. He told them, he said, for you to live, you must eat my flesh. Ah, the kind of thing Jesus go and read John chapter 6. You will look at Jesus and say, This man is strange. At the time he looked at them, he said, uh, Your father Abraham, I'm greater than him. Ah, ah, I shed you. He said, Before Abraham was, I am. <laughs> he said, How old are you? You are not even 30 yet. You are saying before Abraham, before Abraham was, I am. And he came saying, all of you guys, if you continue to eat that bread you are buying food court, you will stay longer. Hunger will still come. You will still be hungry. He said, "But there is a bread I will give you. There is a water I will give you that if you drink once like this, you'll never again. you never thirst again." This is give us of that water. Then he started talking about the Holy Spirit. Are you here with me? Brokenness requires you to sit down with God. It's a secret of life I'm, I'm sharing with you, people of God. And broken people don't have their lives. For me to stay in ministry, people of God, I had to be broken. I had to look at things. I was, I, I was a very gifted young guy. I could do a lot of things. I could do a lot of things. A lot of things that I could do. And of all the things I could do, God seems to be saying, I don't want to do all of that. This is what I wanted to do. I had to let go. I had to let go. By the time, I was in 300 level. And I was in a different faculty, Faculty of Social Management Sciences. All the prizes in the English department, I've cleared it. Playwright, and short play, novel, everything, year after year and I wanted to do journalism go into journalism writing, all of those things I wrote a novel I wrote wrote a novel um, when I was when I was around 24, 25 I'm not kidding and one lecturer read through it he said where did I copy it from he said I didn't copy this He said, I'm using the style of Wally Showing. I used to use Big English in those days. See, all of those things, I had to drop them. I had to drop them. Just to carry my cross, like Jesus said. If you are going to be significant in life, hey, you must be broken. Can you say with me, I must be broken? When you are broken, you'll be given. He gave them to his disciples to set before them. And the two fishes divided among them all. And verse forty two says, They did all eat and were filled. You want to minister before thousands of people, and they will eat and be filled, then you have to be broken. Most of those uh, celebrities you see, do you know the price they paid in the negative to get to where they're going? Most of them are satanists. Are you following me? Satanists, ritualists, occultist, dark mysteries. That's what they are involved in. Terrible covenants. They are sold. Sold to the devil. So when they come on stage to sing, everybody start. You say, what, what, what? What? Where is he drawing all this crowd from? It's paying the price. The negative. It's broken for the devil. I say, for you to be meaningful in this kingdom, hey, you've got to be broken. Broken for God so that God can use you. When you are broken for God, most things will not matter to you again. Somebody step on you to offend you. Why come you smile? Because I will not allow your to distort my flow with God. It is people that are not broken who are born again Christians that we be fighting with conductor on the road. You are not broken. And you need to be broken. Are you following me? Our warfare is not with flesh and blood. I was in a meeting where somebody wanted to beat me up. Over properties. The guy stood up, was going to slap him. People were holding him. He was much more bigger than I am. So if we fight, I have all through my primary school secondary I never fought. The only time i would have fought my legs were shaking like this thank god somebody arrived and said what What are you doing there we left that saved me that day i really meant it and it was with a girl (laughs) big girl that i know that about formula my life can never remain the same again but literally me and you said we'll fight so we stood like that i think i was in probably five or probably stood like that I've I've never fought before. I'm tell I'm not kidding the way my legs vibrating and shaking under me. So he said touch me, I said, touch me too. Touch me now, touch me too. Touch me. Fall. you know, that's what we said for almost three minutes. Touch me, I touch you. <laughs> then one teacher just came and saved us. I said, What are people doing there? I said, Ah, oh, So I've I i do not know how to fight. I don't know how to I've never given anybody blow in my life. All right, so This guy was going to beat me up. Stood up. The Bible says our weapons of warfare are not carnal. I switched to the Spirit. I said, Leave him. Let him beat me. If you ever use that hand again, God has not called me. Slap me. And I carved it up with tongues. (laughs) Radesh Mengasku Farabateka Nealagashia. The guy looked at me. He said, Kilo, sir. <laughs> And he went to sit down. <laughs> he went to sit down. Because I switched to the spirit. If he touches me, he will be paralyzed. And I'm not kidding. I switched to the anointing. So, I don't know how to fight physically, but it's good. Our weapons of warfare. They are not what? They are not cannon. One guy stole my phone as a pastor in front of the church. Those days, they used to collect phones a lot in, in Agbu, and within two hours, they sold it. You know, those were the days you use your phone and then you hang it here. So I was hanging my phone here. And I was in church. We was just about to start service. Then I had some noise outside. Then I went outside. I saw that they wanted to collect the phone of one of the members. So I was just there. Then the other pastor, like an assistant pastor, came out and went there to stop them, say, how can you do that? The next thing they gave, that guy was a slap. A 42 buno. And then one guy from technical came out and saw that, and then they fought. In less than two minutes, Ori, went to your kukubai. So, I went there, and I said, this, you first of all, calm down. The next thing the guy did was just pull my phone, and this, they ran away. So I went to meet the security of that place. I said, some guys took my phone. The security lad. <laughs> into law. You see those boys? Ah, uh, forget it. I got home that day. I said, God, I don't want to lose this phone. That and guy that took my phone, Le Grisha, Parazuzi, decorating with pyre, Rejusia Kalama. I don't know why I chose pyre. <laughs> Three days after, two of them. W- the first one came and say, and said, "This is your phone, sir." Returned the phone and knelt down and said, "We should pray for him." As we are praying for him, we say, "Thank you, Daddy." <laughs> now, after the prayer, I said, "Where is the other one?" that took my phone, that was giving people blue. That's the one I want to see. He said, I said, tell him to come. Tell him to come. He never came. few weeks after, his corpse was on the floor, on the complex there. I didn't kill him. But I'm trying to tell you, that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. And only broken people can engage that realm. If you are not broken, let's drag it. You must learn out of the brokenness of your heart to know. The Bible says, He suffer no man to do them wrong. He reproved kings for their sake, saying, Touch not my anointed. And do my prophet no harm. It takes a place of brokenness to get to that point that you can claim that scripture. The Bible touch touched on my anointed. When I'm dealing with artisans, you know, artisans, the way they can cheat you, something that is 1000, this is 10k. I'm, I'm rolling that scripture, it suffered no man to do me wrong. What is 5k? You won't call for me 20k. So when the finance say, People artisans have told me, hey, tell, hey, basha. <laughs> Some of them will succeed. Maybe sometimes when I just maybe just leave it. But if i if I suspect you are trying to cheat me, I get it in this realm of the spirit. He suffer so no man to do me wrong. And that's why you don't you if you are, if you choose people to fight, don't fight pastors. You don't know their covenant with God. Some of them the covenant they've made with God. Ah. It will be good. And you can develop yourself to that stage where you have a covenant with God. Anybody who fights you, God says, I will fight them. You will need to raise your hand. I will fight them. So somebody is fighting you, you. You just sit down in your home watching TV and God is fighting them in their bedroom. He said, vengeance is mine. It's only broken people that can leave vengeance to God. Somebody trying stri- hey, 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 me! Oh, damn it, Mo! said, you are not broken, my friend. You are not broken. You are still slapping your wife. You are not broken. Any little thing, Know your place. I'm the head of this house. See, after you, the moment you have to announce it, you have lost it already. Let's not need for announcement. You leave it by example, by sacrifice." Are you following me here? Broken people don't eye other people's wives, girl f- having girlfriends, side cheek onto you. When you have a side cheek, you are a chicken. Is the rhyme, no, is the rhyme not flowing? God will help you, people. <laughs> it's God that must not leave you. <laughs> me I will leave you (laughs) praise God so when when you are broken it helps you to live well I will complete this message on brokenness next week because of our time because of COVID time we have to close earlier so I'm going to close here, and then we'll continue next week can we rise on our feet praise God this is the end of the message we believe you've been blessed. Join us at Shouts of Grace Center on Sundays and Wednesdays at KHC Event Center, Joke Plaza, Ibadan. God bless you.